Hey there, Darren Garman here with Trot. Hello, Trot. Darren, how are you? I'm doing good. Welcome Thank you. to this episode of the Heartland Multifamily Show, the place for all things multifamily. For all, all things multifamily, including what we're going to be talking about today, which is real estate agents, real estate brokers, and real estate commissions. It's not usual. Right? Usually it's we're not talking about investments this. or yeah. We're not talking about this, but it merits a discussion for really two reasons. Number one is we had a discussion, I want to say nine, ten months ago, about how I I kind of gave a warning about how real estate agents and real estate brokers are in trouble uh, in terms of what's happening and what's evolving information-wise, technology-wise, knowledge-wise out there in terms of um, you know the average consumer you know, is armed with just so much more information, so much more technology at their fingertips to do a lot of the heavy lifting themselves that, um, you know, real estate agents and brokers are going to are going to be in trouble. Um, this isn't so much new. I mean, this was predicted, you know, a decade or more ago. Um, I just think the timeline has just been extended. Um, so, uh, so that's number one. Number two reason is there's been some recent class action lawsuits against uh, local real estate companies, not any around here in, in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area that I'm aware of, but, but mainly the National Association of Realtors regarding commissions um, and how they're paid and how the process works, especially when it involves a multiple listing service. So if you get any value out of what we're going to be talking about on this episode today, even though it's not directly in multifamily, but we deal with real estate brokers and agents and commissions quite a bit, uh, go ahead and um, leave your comments. We'd like to have some dialogue with you, Trot and I would, uh, and subscribe to the channel if what you get from this gets you gives you some value. Welcome to the Heartland Multifamily Show, the shorter, more profitable path to multifamily ownership and investing. Let's talk about this class action lawsuit first. Okay. So there's more than one. There's at least two, I think, three class action lawsuits. The National Association of Realtors and other real estate companies are being sued because of the split of real estate commissions through the multiple listing service. So Trot, give everybody kind of a quick example of how the process works. I put my property on the market. I list it with you to sell. Yep. Okay, you're going to sell it for me. And we agree to let's say a 6% real estate yep. commission. Tell everybody kind of how the process works from there. Well, there's really two ways. Um, you know, we can act as a dual agent. So we would represent the buyer and the seller and get paid the entire 6% commission. Okay. Um, or, you know, let's say it doesn't work out like that and a buyer's agent comes in. Typically, we would split that 6% down the middle, 3% to us, the seller's agent, and then... Uh, also, three percent to the buyer's agent. Yeah. So three. So typically through multiple listing service, and there's always you know different um, arrangements. But typically, uh, if a real estate brokerage company has a property for sale, they will split that commission with a buying with a cooperating real estate company, real estate broker. So in your example, we have a six percent commission. Um, somebody from another company brings the buyer. We'll get. We'll split it to them. The the, the buyers. Um, agent or broker gets three percent, and then and then we keep our three percent. Okay, so what you've just what you've described there is probably not really that big of news to many people watching or listening. I mean, they, they probably have kind of known that that's the case. 
Um, but if not, that's typically the case when there's more than one real estate company involved. So where's the problem coming in? What's, what's the big deal here? Well, here's the big deal. Let's go back to our example. 6%, we would split that fee with another buyer's agent or buyer's broker. 3% to them, we keep 3%. Okay. Well, what if the property next door has a 2% commission? And that 2% commission is split 1% to the buyer's agent and broker, 1% to me. Okay. So you're working with a buyer. You're out in the market. You're looking and you're checking things out. You've got two listings that you can be showing your buyer. One pays you a 3% commission. The other pays you a 1% commission. So let me ask you, where do you think you're going to be directed first at showing that buyer? The one that's going to pay you three times the amount. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the problem. That's really what the lawsuit's all about, is the commission structures and the split structures through the multiple listing services incentivizes some properties over others being shown and or sold. That's really at the root of this. Okay. And I mean, this has been going on for decades. And whether or not this comes to light and you know, the lawsuit, it's an antitrust lawsuit, by the way. Um, and the lawsuit finds in favor of the plaintiff um, or not, that remains to be seen. But again, for full transparency, you're a real estate agent, right? I'm a real estate agent, a real estate broker. So, I mean, this is stuff that we see and we deal with all the time. And this is my second prediction in the last almost year of saying real estate agents and real estate brokers are in trouble as a result of this lawsuit. Even, even if um, the plaintiffs aren't successful and the National Association of Realtors wins out on this and those real estate companies win out on this, uh, real estate agents and real estate brokers are in trouble because uh, there's going to be three things, I think, one of three things that are gonna happen as a result of this, as a result of this lawsuit. Um, let's talk about those three things. I wanna get your comment on it, okay? The first thing is there will be um, on a national or local level some kind of a arrangement, different arrangement of how real estate commissions are split, who they're split with and how they're split. That's going to be changing um, no matter what happens, I think. That's one possibility. And in my mind, Trot, that equals if that's going to be changing, that equals those 6% fees are no longer going to be 6. They may be 5. So you They think... may be 4. They may be 3. Yeah. Okay. So some arrangement. You've got a buyer that you're representing as a real estate agent. I'm a different real estate agent or broker. I've got the property for sale. The arrangement is going to be different. It's going to somehow be different in terms of how much we're going to be paid and how we're going to be paid. And what that translates into, in my mind is that amount's going to be less. What do you think about do that? You, when you say that, do you mean, um, you know, you're going into a deal and now the National Real Estate Commission has a minimum real estate commission that can be charged in a maximum? No, because, because that in and of itself is against the law. Okay. So you can't do that. You, can, you, you Real estate commissions need to be fluid and dictated by whatever the seller's willing to pay. Okay. That, that, that's it. So there won't be maximums or minimums. Right. Okay. But what I see happening is because there's going to be 
that much more transparency in terms of what someone is paid and how they're paid, the goal is going to be to get the maximum number of properties in front of a prospective buyer as possible, no matter what the real estate commission amounts are. So what that means is by extension, those real estate commission fees are going to go down because it's going to get more competitive to get the maximum number of properties in front of people. And to do that, companies are going to compete with each other more and the biggest competitive edge they're going to use is going to be what? Their leverage of the commission. How much commission you're going to be paying. Yep. That's right. And, you're, and, and how much you're going to be paying as a seller of a property, how much you're going to be getting as a real estate agent or real estate broker. So I, I see, number one, there's going to be some, I don't know what it's going to be, but there's going to be some change. There's going to be some kind of um, arrangement that's different than what we've seen over the last three or four decades. Okay, so that's number one. Here's number two. Number two thing that can happen is this. Buyer's agents are going to be paid basically just a flat fee, negotiated fee. Okay. And this won't be, again, it won't be dictated by here's the maximum or minimum. It's basically going to be, look, try, I want to hire you as my buyer's agent. I want somebody out there looking for properties for me to buy. And then on my behalf, negotiating deals for me. Okay. So here's our arrangement. I'm going to pay you. X amount of dollars to do this. If it's maybe by property, okay? Maybe it's for a set period of time. Maybe it's a combination of by property, a set period of time. I don't know. But you're going to start seeing, I think as an alternative, something like that, where you see real estate agent firms, brokerage firms set up as either part of what they have, a new part of what they have now, or just a brand new kind of business where it's like, hey, we're just working with buyers. That's all we're going to do. We're going to work with buyers. And here's how the process is going to work. And here are the fees that we're going to be paid. That way, that split of commission is not even part of the discussion anymore. It's not even part of the discussion. Now, if that happens, let's say that happens. And in a lot of areas in the country right now, there is some form of this going on right now anyway. So this isn't really new, but there's some form of this going on now. Well, what do you think the sellers are going to be doing if they know that there's eventually going to be a lot of buyers that are already have paid a real estate agent money or fees to represent them? Do you think that the sellers are going to still be interested in paying that six to seven percent? No, no, because they don't have to. They're only paying one agent, right, or one brokerage. Because what has been the argument that? many agents have successfully used over the years in terms of, yeah, you really need to have a 6% fee in here, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, because we want to have many other what looking at your property. They want other buyers looking, and the way to do that is to pay the buyer's agent's commission. Right. So in other words, if you want the maximum amount of buyers looking at your property, Mr. Jones, yeah. we need to have a really, a really high real estate commission or a really a real estate commission that is an amount that's worth it because if agents don't see that it's worth it, are they going to show your property, Mr. Jones? No, they're not. So again, coming full circle with what I think number two could be a possibility is if all of a sudden more and more people are working with agents that they are paying themselves, is Mr. Jones still going to be paying a 6% fee? Nope. No, because there's going to be competition there. And the more competition that's there, the more that's going to do what? 
dry fees down. Right. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm going to be having a free webinar coming up, the links below, on how to correctly and with low risk invest your IRA or 401k in really good multifamily properties. A majority of our investors do this. I do this personally. It's not illegal. Make sure you click the link below. We'd love to have you. So that's the second alternative. And here's a third alternative I think we could see. Um, and you and I have seen this actually quite a bit over the last couple of years. So try, talk to our listeners and viewers just in general about what happens when we are looking at pursuing and buying a apartment community. We're licensed real estate agents and real estate brokers. So a lot of times you think, well, in that case, you probably are splitting that 5%, that 6% fee. Talk to about what really we see happening going on, especially over the last two or three years. Oh, really? That I mean, for us, that buyer side commission has simply just disappeared. It's disappeared. Why is that? Uh, well, these big companies don't need to pay a buyer's um, commission. They don't need to. And if they do have to, they'll probably find somebody else to sell it to. Right. Right. That's it. So what we've seen in the commercial real estate world, specifically multifamily, which is what we've been dealing with over the last two or three years, is sellers of multifamily property will hire real estate brokerage firms, but they're only paying a fee to this to the real estate brokerage firm that's representing them. That's it. And the real estate brokerage firm will tell you, they'll say, hey, go ahead and look at the property all you want, Mr. Real Estate Agent, Mr. Real Estate Broker. You've got a client that wants to buy the property we have listed for sale. Great, but guess what? We're not paying any, we're not paying any cooperating brokerage fee. Nothing. If you want to get paid a fee, Mr. Real Estate Agent or Broker representing buyer, you have to have the buyer pay that fee. We're not paying you any fee. So go ahead, look at the property, make an offer if you want, but know that we are not splitting commissions. We're not what's called cooperating with you in the brokerage commission on this property. So really what that's done is it's made by extension again it's made the buyer's agent pretty much what useless i mean disappear yeah they're gone why would a real estate agent that would get paid nothing be working with someone to purchase a property it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and so because that has really been really gained a lot of ground over the last two three years and really been entrenched especially in multifamily. I wouldn't doubt if you see the same kind of process happening in maybe some other aspects of commercial and some other aspects in residential real estate, right? Right. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Um, so let's go over those three scenarios that I think we could possibly see as a result of this lawsuit and how we think things will be evolving. First of all, um, things are going to be changing locally where you're at with your multiple listing service. You're going to be selling a house. You're going to be selling a condo. You're going to be selling an investment property. You know, the way the business has been done with real estate agents and splitting fees and commissions and real estate brokers, that's going to be changing. No matter what the results of this lawsuit are, those are going to be changing. I predict that. And what that really means, though, is not only will there be some new rules, but fees are going to start coming down. Fees are going to start coming down. So that's number one. Number two, and you and I talked about this at length, we talked about the fact that uh, you can have 
a fee just paid for a buyer broker and the buyer's agent. So try not paying you. You're paying me to represent you in the marketplace. That's already been paid. That's already done. So there is no split of any commission at all. And then number three, we could basically see the disappearance of any kind of buyer's agent um, or buyer's broker. And everyone's pretty much working with the seller directly, which we've seen a ton of that. Seller's yeah. agent, um, excuse me, but we, we've seen a ton of that in the multifamily space. It's kind of been forced like, oh, well, if you want to try to buy the property, you got to deal with the seller's agent because the seller's agent is not going to be paying or cooperating with any commissions to a buyer's agent. So you're pretty much stuck doing that. Um, or you can have an agent if you want, but you're going to have to pay them if you want to do that. Um, and so when you throw these three possibilities together, at the end of the day, what do you think that's going to do with the amount of real estate commissions paid? Well, the the real estate commissions paid is going to be depleted by, you know, who knows how, whether it be 50%, 60%, 70%. But I really think it's going to de deplete the amount of agents there actually is right now. Yeah. Um, one, I don't think it will be quite as lucrative. Mm -hmm. um, I think the really large firms will have the advantage because their break-even point um, for um, listings and, and sales um, happens to be a lot lower mm -hmm. um, than you know the small town mom and pop shop. Mm -hmm. um, so there's just not going to be as it's not going to be as sought after of a career. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. So for most. For most. Well, um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Because what will happen is uh, the amount of fees are going to be less. And that will thin the amount of real estate agents and real estate brokers as a result of being wanting to either get into the real estate business or stay in the real estate business. Um, because the more this kicks in, it's going to create more competition locally, nationally, whatever. And a big driver of what's going to drive that competition is going to be how much fees are going to be paid, which by extension means fees are going to come down, which means by extension, you're going to get paid less. I'm going to get paid less when we put together a deal um, representing buyer or seller. And I think that that will mean less income, which will mean less real estate agents and real estate brokers out there. Uh, and, and, and I think that that's realistic. Uh, I think that's realistic, and I think that's what we're going to see. Now, are we going to see this right away? No. No, we're, we're, we, we won't see it right away. Uh, but I would say you're going to see the biggest changes with how the real estate agent and real estate brokerage world work in the next 24 to 36 months. I think there's going to be some huge changes and some big shifts as a result of this. Um and, you know, the NAR and their lobby, which is the biggest lobby, I think, in Washington, or one of the biggest, have been very successful in holding commissions firm, right? Even though I talked about, you know, that's coming down in holding commissions firm. But I think what we're seeing is, you know, enough pushback now that no matter what their lobby is, uh, there's going to be, there's going to be some damage and some collateral damage as a result in lower fees. Uh, being earned and a, a growing number of folks that are going to decide not to be in the real estate business or if they are in the real estate business are probably going to exit out.
Um, so try any final comments regarding this? I mean, this is something we see all the time, you know, with people that we deal with, with properties we're working on, or even when we're selling our own properties and, you know, we just had a bunch of stuff in downtown Cedar Rapids. We're yeah. dealing with PE. So, so we see this all the time. So what, what, what one or two things do you think you might, um, you, you might see, or you might, uh, have an idea that's coming down the road here. Well, I think I could see the buyer's agents getting paid sort of like um, um, an attorney in a civil lawsuit. You know, mm -hmm. the buyer pays. Yeah, that's actually know, some good sort of, of a retainer. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, because how many people do we deal with on a daily basis that aren't really that serious, mm -hmm. you know, and you know it's not going to turn into anything the majority yeah yeah the majority. So, and you're talking people are looking at buying something yes okay yeah the yeah. majority um and so i think what's going to happen is or what could happen is these buyers agents are going to say okay yeah we can work together but you're going to have to pay me you know something down let's say it's a thousand bucks you know just so it's not a complete waste of time mm -hmm. um and then the other part of you know how an attorney fight in a civil case gets paid is they get paid a commission at you know the the end of the lawsuit um so i think in this case they could get paid you know some sort of fee with on top of the retainer after the closing um who knows what that could possibly be nobody yeah. knows and then the other thing i think um i don't necessarily see buyers agents going completely away i think okay. it'll be depleted com almost entirely but there's a lot of um local guys that have such a big contact list mm -hmm. um, and more access to more people. Um, and so I think I could I could still see, you know, people like you being around because you have uh, access to a ton of people that right. are wanting to buy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and if a seller agent can't get it sold, then he's still gonna contact you or, mm -hmm. you know, the other go-to guys. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't see it completely going away, but almost, but, close to yeah yeah i yeah it makes sense and if, if anything there's changes coming yeah yep yeah there's changes coming it'll be interesting to see and i would say uh if you're not a real estate agent or broker that's really focused on this and is seeing is reading between the lines you're going to really get left behind here um in a big way uh so i know like i said you're an agent i'm an agent and broker I mean, this is something we're going to pay particularly close attention to, um, and it'll see. Well, we'll see what kind of impact it has on real estate agents and brokers, and on the market in general. I think it'll be real interesting to see. So, um, so try. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Heartland Multifamily Show, the place for all things multifamily, even when it comes to things that we don't quite deal with on a daily basis or many of you do this is something that you will deal with at some point in time um, whether you're serious about the real estate business with multifamily or getting into it this is something uh, even though it's not discussed very much that you'll be dealing with and we want to make sure that you are aware of what's going on so thank you for being with us today good to have you no matter when or how you watched or listened thank you for being thank you for being with us and we will talk to you later we'll see you bye-bye